That's our biggest thing is we've just tried to do one thing at a time and make sure that it works and it's, you know, profitable before it's jumping from thing to thing. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, we're welcoming to the show Austin Duval. He is the co-founder and creative director of Duvin Design Company, a lifestyle brand known for its vibrant and retro-inspired leisure apparel. Austin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Stoked to be here. I'm excited. As a customer, uh, you are definitely someone I would love to have on the show one day. And look where we are now. Um, let's, let's, let's tell people, for those that don't know, what are the actual products you guys are selling online these days? Yeah, we have a wide range of SKUs at this point, but it really started out um, with swim trunks. Um, that was kind of the core of the business. Um, and it kind of expanded to, you know, cabana shirts, Hawaiian shirts, um, t-shirts. And it's kind of a blend of like a surf brand. Um, there's a little bit of streetwear in there. Um, and it's just a, it's a cool combination of a couple different things, but at our core, it's really the trunks, the button ups, um, and kind of the leisure side. So we have some athletic wear as well. Uh, all right. So take me back in time. You know, where'd the idea for this business come from? How'd you guys get started? Yeah. So I started it with two of my buddies, um, you know, almost a decade ago. And it was such a small idea. And it took, you know, a handful of years to really do anything with it. It was just kicking the idea around for such a long time. But it started at its core working for my parents. They own surf shops. And at the time, there was just, you know, all these core surf brands coming out of California. Um, it was a ton of dark colors, browns, blacks, you know, big logo stuff. And we just felt like there was nobody on the East Coast, specifically in Florida, um, kind of doing brighter stuff. We were all kind of wearing tie dyes and, um, you know, Hawaiian shirts. And now it's become more of the norm. But at the time, that was definitely something kind of unique. And so we saw kind of an opportunity of, hey, there's a hole here. How do we fill it? Um, and so we kind of started by convincing my parents to carry the brand and we would just work on the sales floor and see people's reaction to it. And at first it was, you know, obviously this is working, this isn't. And we would kind of take that feedback, um, you know, just talking directly with the customers and see what's working. And then we just kind of shifted the brand through the early years like that. That's amazing. Getting out there and, you know, really just talking to the customers, finding out what works, doing the stuff that doesn't scale at the beginning is, is always, uh, something that we hear on the show. So when, what, how did it evolve from there? What were the next steps? Yeah. So originally, I mean, the whole concept was we definitely had a little more experience on the retail side of things than uh, D2C. So the original couple of years there was all us just hustling trade shows and trying to build it on the wholesale side of the business. Um, we didn't have a ton of capital. It was really just you know, what we put into the business, which wasn't very much at all. And so it was just scrappy for a long time of we would go get the pre-sale orders. We would, you know, make it and we would give everybody their 30, 60 day terms. And we were just in a constant cash flow battle for years, but we built up the wholesale side pretty substantially that way before we really ventured into the online sphere. And how long was it from kind of ideation and first kind of products that you're putting in your parents' store 
to landing these wholesale accounts? It was probably, you know, we built that up for, I'd say, two or three years, maybe a little bit more. Um, but it, once it started catching on, it caught on pretty quick. So, um, you know, we built up a nice um, group of stores there and then we started factoring as well. So it kind of helped ease some of the cash flow burden. Um, and then probably, you know, a year before COVID, we really looked at it and we're like, we need to start building this online business and give that a little more attention. So kind of time that well in terms of getting everything set up there and giving that our attention and then COVID hit and online kind of took off. So it was a nice one, two punch. Absolutely. Let's talk about, uh, shifting what was historically like a wholesale business to online, you know, what were the challenges of finding your customers online versus, you know, where they are in these skate shops and surf shops? Yeah, it was, I mean, definitely a big learning curve. None of us had a huge background in that. Um, I do a lot of the creative and the marketing side. So I, I understood, you know, what I wanted the vision to be and what I wanted people to see for the brand and how to interact with it and kind of I had all that in my head, but really it was, how do I get that to the customer? How do I get them to see it? Um, and so, um, it definitely, you know, the beginning was pretty tough and then we caught a couple of good breaks. Um, you know, we had some pretty big celebrities wearing it and, um, Chase Stokes, he was, there was a show Outer Banks on Netflix and he wore it the whole show and it became the biggest show in Netflix's history. And so within a couple of months, you know, our warehouse was completely cleared out and I was like, Oh, okay. This is a, this is a different beast all of a sudden. Um, and so we just had a, you know, caught a, a few good things there and just kept building and have just kind of kept our head down. Absolutely. Uh, how did you guys get these products to these kind of influencers for lack of a better term? Were you actively reaching out to them or? Is this kind of one of those strike of lightning moments where you guys just have such a good product that people really want to wear it? Yeah, I think it's a combination of a lot of different things. Um, a lot of it's organic and half of it, you know, we don't even know where they got it from, how they got it. Um, I think a lot of it's stylists pulling it from retail or, you know, now we have a PR agency. Um, you know, we are seeding a ton to different people. Uh, doesn't always work out, but it's, I think it's a combination of kind of the organic, some of the relationships we have. And then I think just the clothes stand out and so much now in social media, all these influencers and celebrities, they want stuff that looks, you know, different, stands out and it's like part of their image. So it's kind of worked out in that sense of like people are excited to wear it and post it. Um, and so it's just paid off. Absolutely. Let's talk about kind of your marketing angle and the value proposition behind kind of what you guys are doing there that kind of helped drive this online growth. Yeah, we kind of straddle a couple of worlds. Like I've mentioned earlier, you know, it started out very surf driven and core surf. And, um, you know, we all have interests on this side in the fashion world and streetwear world. And so we're kind of melding a few worlds there. Um, and so we kind of combine a couple of different models of like we do the big lines and the pre books for wholesale. And then we do super limited collaborations and drops. Um, and so it's just been kind of straddling that. And then I'd say like on the value prop side, I think we sit in a really good price range of like, we have a great product for the end customer. And then it's not to the high end that like some of the fashion competitors that we have are charging. Um, it's definitely not on the cheap end either, but I think we're in a, a nice middle ground where the price makes sense, but then you're still getting the quality of product that some of these top end fashion brands are making. Um, and that's kind of always been our goal is like, 
how do we keep it reasonable in price and then deliver the you know the highest quality product we can absolutely and i think that helps immensely with direct to consumer is being at a price point that allows for impulse buy and luxury product doesn't <laughs> it's a lot of consideration there it takes a lot more marketing to to move an expensive piece of clothing online uh i can tell you that from experience no i was just gonna say i mean it's a constant like tinker we're always kind of looking because we are kind of in a unique spot where we're sitting so it's like when you're d2c and you're looking at all the costs and the inputs you are squeezing your margins a little bit but you're selling more of the products than you probably would if we were coming in at a much higher price so it's like kind of always weighing that and making sure we're sitting in the right spot absolutely now i know our listeners would like me to ask is you know could you break down like what is your marketing funnel is it super complex or or is it just straightforward? Like, here's the things we do. Uh, how how do you kind of capitalize on all of this organic growth that you have with like some other channels? Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's pretty simple. It's getting more and more kind of complex. And as we're getting bigger, we're kind of reaching out to different people to come in to help build out some of the other stuff as well. But I'd say the majority of paid is still, you know, your standard meta and Google with the majority of that being in the meta side. Um, and then it's really just trying to get as many people into our funnel signing up once they come to the site as possible. We hit them with the standard welcome flows. Um, and then, you know, we do our, we have a rad report we send out every week that's become super popular where it's just us kind of curating, you know, the best of the internet, music, uh, art, all that good stuff. And then, you know, we're sending the standard sales emails every week. Um, and then we've been digging a little bit more in on like kind of the affiliate side, trying to build out those relationships on the marketing and just kind of getting, you know, PR press, the backlinks linked to the site. Um, and that's been pretty successful. So we're kind of hoping to dig in there and like build out a more extensive network. Yeah. And I like to ask this question and then just like point out, be like, look how s simple and focused your marketing is. You know, I feel a lot of young entrepreneurs get caught up in needing or thinking they have to do everything. And it comes almost like a shotgun approach to marketing. And it's like, look, if everything's important, nothing's important. And you're probably not going to see any progress. Yeah, I think that's our biggest thing is we've just tried to do one thing at a time and make sure that it works and it's, you know, profitable before it's, it's jumping from thing to thing. And, you know, I kind of feel that on even like the organic social side of just there's so many platforms now, there's so much going on. And even that's like you starting to feel like you're spread thin. Um, and so that's one of our goals is to really dig back in on kind of just or, like purely organic content and how are we going to build that out and really um, have it be organic or I guess the term would be um, natural for each platform in terms of like your TikTok's not the same as your Instagram or your your Twitter and all that. So I think that's the next thing is like we want to put some more love towards that and just kind of creating content for people that it's not just buy, buy, buy all the time. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to take a few moments to talk about a partnership we've had at the agency for years. Electric Eye and Recharge have been partners for longer than I can remember. Recharge is our go-to solution for clients when it comes to subscriptions. At Electric Eye, we know the ins and outs of Recharge. For example, we've set up replenishment subscriptions for consumables, created countless subscribe and save campaigns, and most recently, we got a client into a Recharge beta program to utilize Recharge's dynamic bundling solution for subscriptions. We've partnered with Recharge to solve subscription, loyalty, and membership for a diverse diverse range of clients spanning industries like food and beverage, automotive, supplements, CPG, and beauty. 
Not only is Recharge an incredible partner, they've been paving the way for subscription solutions longer than anyone else in the game. The product is unmatched, giving them a massive advantage against the competition. Clients often come to us because they've struggled to find agencies that truly understand how to harness the power of Recharge. We're not just familiar, we're bona fide Recharge experts. It's one of our specialties. It's a pain point we're happy to solve. As a top-tier Recharge expert, we have unparalleled access to support and resources that ensure we'll have a successful outcome. We stay appraised of all their new feature releases and compatibilities, bundling, memberships, flows, you name it, we know it. So. If subscriptions, memberships, or loyalty are on your to-do list and you're ready to have it done, just let us know. Visit electriceye.io slash recharge today to learn more about how we can tailor Recharge's robust product to your specific needs. That's E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Y-E dot I-O slash R-E-C-H-A-R-G-E. Let the experts at Electric Eye get it done the right way the first time. Join the ranks of our satisfied clients who partnered with us and recharged to harness recurring revenue within their business. If you don't know what that sound is, you might be listening to the wrong podcast. That is the sound of another sale on your Shopify store. That's right, folks. We finally made it. Shopify is a sponsor of today's episode of Honest Ecommerce. And I'm here today to talk about Shopify's point of sale solution. Shopify point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. This has been a huge issue for clients of our agency in the past. You need your inventory to be synced in real time and Shopify POS does just that. Connect with customers in-store and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. You can get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success at every step along the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com honest all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash honest, H-O-N-E-S-T, to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash honest. All right. I want you to picture this. You're an e-commerce merchant juggling multiple platforms to manage your email marketing, SMS campaigns, and product reviews. It's a time-consuming and costly ordeal. But with Sendlane, those days of chaos are long gone. Sendlane brings together the power of email, SMS, and reviews all in one convenient place. So you can say goodbye to the hassle of separate tools and hello to simplified operations, increased efficiency, unified customer experience, and huge savings. And I haven't even gotten to the best part. With the all-new free Sendlane reviews, you can leverage social proof to build trust and credibility with potential customers. Let me say that again. Free product reviews. With Sendlane, you pay for email and SMS and you get reviews for free. Sendlane understands that customer feedback is essential for the success of any e-commerce business. That's why they've made it an integral part of their platform without any additional cost to you. 
By unifying these key components of your tech stack, Sendlane helps you save time and money all while generating more revenue. Don't let your e-commerce tech stack hold you back. Embrace the unifying force of Sendlane and take your business to new heights. Sign up today and experience the power of streamlined operations, increased efficiency, and revenue growth. Visit Sendlane.com slash honest to learn more and schedule your free consultation with a Sendlane expert. That's Sendlane.com slash honest. Let's kind of shift gears here. And obviously, you guys had a lot of major wins. You got a, a rocket ship of a brand over there. But looking back, are there any kind of failures that you can think of as like, hey, look, it's not all sunshine and roses? Yeah, I mean, there's... I mean, we could probably spend a few hours on the the mess ups and the crazy craziness that's come through through the years. Um, you know, I think there's a few stories that come to mind. There's stuff like um, us being in uh, a meeting with our factory and they're like, oh, you're short like 10 grand on this bill and we're not making anything. And, you know, we had deadlines. So my business partner, Garrett, went and he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And he goes in the other room and like transfers personal money out to be able to pay them. So it's just like, you know, we were operating so tight for so long. And then it would be like, you know, the next month, the factory just takes our deposit, goes out of business, you know, declares bankruptcy. And so it was just a constant learning curve on like, how do you work with these factories? You know, the pay schedules, cash flow. And um, thankfully, we made it through, but it was definitely pretty rocky for a few years there. Absolutely. Yeah. And you guys do a lot of your manufacturing right there in LA, don't you? We used to do a lot more. So like we started that way, we would fly out um, to LA and we would kind of go to the uh, fabric district and just walk around, pick up old fabrics from other brands and take it down the street to a factory and ask them to sew it together for us. Um, But then with scale, obviously, like none of that was custom. It was just like we were finding scraps. So it was like we really got to build out the infrastructure here. So we've moved it kind of elsewhere. It's all over now. Um, There's a lot in China, but we're building out a lot in Peru right now, which I'm pretty excited about. The quality is pretty insane there. Um, And so, yeah, we're just constantly looking at other places. But um, yeah, I think L.A. was super fun. It was a big learning curve. We had no experience in the business. So I think that was cool, kind of getting a hands on kind of experience um, and learning the process and dealing you know, with the factories because we're not in China all the time, obviously. So, you know, now that we have a better understanding, it makes things easier. Absolutely. Building this business, how long were you guys working other jobs, real jobs, quote unquote, until it became this was your full time thing? Yeah, it was probably four or five years. So like right before COVID was, we were like, all right, let's, um, you know, do this full time. We all quit our jobs. And um, it was a little scary at first. We've got the first check hanging on the wall. Because like I said, I mean, there was no outside funding. It was just scrapping and um, all the growth was self-funded for the most part, um, other than, you know, small loans, things like that. So it, it took a little bit and then uh, taking that jump was a little scary, but obviously very stoked we did. Absolutely. Now, is there anything I didn't ask you about today that you think would resonate with our audience? No, I think, I mean, overall, I just think this is such a fun space to be in. So um, I'm super, you know, I just got on Twitter personally um, and that's how we kind of connected. But I'm just excited to kind of connect with more people in the space, keep learning. And uh, yeah, if anyone has any questions or anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Obviously, we're going to link to your Twitter in the show notes. But if someone is interested in seeing the awesome designs that you guys are putting out and why you have such a, almost a cult following at this point, like where should they go to check out the stuff? 
Yeah, the website is duvindesign.com. And so we're just, you know, constantly dropping new products there. Um, we just recently launched our women's division. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's been a long time coming. Um, and so, yeah, there's a ton of different products. Uh, check it out. Let me know what you think from the leisure side, you know, the surf, the swim stuff, and then all the athleisure side, our sports shorts or mesh shorts are doing really well. So, um, yeah, a lot of different categories, fun stuff. Check it out. Awesome. Austin, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Stoked to have me. Stoked to have me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to end it. <laughs> uh, appreciate it, Chase. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own businesses. You can find all the links in the show notes. You can subscribe to the newsletter at honestycommerce.co to get each episode delivered right into your inbox. If you're enjoying this content, consider leaving a review on iTunes that really helps us out. Lastly, if you're a store owner looking for an amazing partner to help you get your Shopify store to the next level, reach out to Electric Eye at electriceye.io slash connect. Until next time.